0: Thanks for joining us once again on 32GI Sports Nutrition. I hope you really enjoyed that fantastic um, tips and advice, as always, from Mark Wolf last week where we looked at post-event and how people tend to often pick up um, uh, uh, colds or, or to pick up some form of illness. And there are so many factors that come into play. If you didn't miss, miss that, go listen to that. But we, we're talking near yeah, the end of it. I mentioned something about loading and loading the system. And there's the society created worldwide, even not just in South Africa, about endurance events and going further and going longer. And and people are doing it quickly without doing shorter stuff. People are doing it from a young age. And, uh, you know, is this happening too fast? And, and it does lead people to, to having injuries. And it can have very negative effects on your body and on your health. So we got Mark Wolf back onto the podcast. And, Mark, I mean, from children to grown-ups, if you're new to something like uh, endurance sports, something like an Ironman, you really should be building up incrementally to doing an event like that and not just saying, that's my goal, I'm going to do that in the next couple of months.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think one of the biggest problems that we're seeing in endurance sport at the moment is that uh, a lot of people are just picking these massive endurance events. And when I say major, I'm talking about a, a very big ultra marathon or uh, um, a, a long-course triathlon such as an Ironman. And uh, the problem is, is that they haven't actually uh, developed their bodies uh, to be properly... Let's put it this way: to be solid enough to cope with the load um, of uh, of such endurance volume, and they jump into those distances very, very quickly, and they don't give themselves time to build up, uh, you know, the proper strength phases and to go through these things over a period of time. There's like seems to be, it seems to be like a bucket list item, and there's a lot of impatience in getting there. And the problem is, is that I look at this and I say to myself, there's Two ways, there's two things to really take into consideration. The one thing is, yes, it's not that it's not durable; it is durable. But the question is, how how hard are you going to impact your health, and what kind of risk are you going to place yourself under if you do not take the time to do these things properly? And we're seeing a lot more people jumping into these big distances so quickly, and what it's leading to in the end is uh, major injuries and major health issues. Um, even to the extent that I tell people, you're actually shortening your life. By putting your body under such severe stress without properly, uh, um, without doing it properly.
0: Mark, looking at uh, sort of children and people with uh, children who are young adults, and, and they cottoning on to this craze endurance from it from a young age. be you know, around the end of their teens, maybe anything between 16 or 18 already, you might have have kids going, look, we we want to go do these events. If you were a parent of a sort of a, a young adult at that age, maybe between even 16, 21. What would you be recommending to them? I mean, we really don't want to encourage that. They've got to, they've got the time. They've got the time to build the speeds, play around with shorter distances, and they really should be doing that, shouldn't they? As opposed to targeting something as big as, say, uh, an ultra marathon or a long distance triathlon.
1: Well, I, well, I fully agree with you, Dave. I think first of all, you need to look at a, a, a youngster and see where they've come from and where they're going to. I, I just believe that somebody that just immediately goes into their 20s and starts going into these ultra-resistance events, I see the damage, I see the hurt, um, and I also see if it is a sporting career that they want to take on, I see it's going to be very short-lived. Now, I, I did a lot with athletes locally and obviously internationally, and it's actually quite interesting. I think it was Sebastian Kindler who actually um, said a couple of months ago, somebody asked him after Kona last year, why do you think it is that the the, the, the Germans took the top, positions at Kona last year, and, um, and, and, and you know, why, why do you think they're such a strong endurance nation? And he made a very, very interesting comment. He said, while, while a lot of the other nations are being dropped at school or catching a bus to school, where, where we live, we're riding our bicycles to school every single day. And what that's doing at a very, very young age is it's building up thousands and thousands of kilometers um, when we're in our youth. Um, and by the time we get to our 20s or our 30s, we've built up a massive endurance engine already. So I really think it's about lifestyle and also what you're exposed to. So somebody that's going to start doing uh, short course stuff um, and they haven't got that endurance engine in them, it's going to take quite a few years of actually developing that endurance engine and getting to a state where they actually might be able to you know, achieve um, as far as the distance goes. And, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's many athletes that come to mind. Um, I think it just depends on, on what they've been exposed to and, uh, and how they've taken their time to develop their talents uh, through those sports. But, 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 but in South Africa, I mean, most children are dropped at school, most children don't run to school or ride bicycles to school. They don't have the same uh, active outlet that you would say a European does, because if you go to Europe, you see that they ride bicycles everywhere. Um, and if you look at uh, maybe if you look at uh, runners in Kenya or Ethiopia, the kids are actually running or walking to school all the time. And, and over kilometers and kilometers, they're already building up that foundation. But we don't we don't have that same culture in this country, and, and it could be other countries as well. So I think when you are doing sport, it needs to be a proper foundation needs to be laid down. I believe that when you're younger, you should be focusing on short and shorter distances and really gradually and slowly building up to the bigger distances. And only to tackle the bigger distance, I always tell people, pick your battles. When you're ready to race a specific distance, only then should you race it. Don't pick it and say, I'm going to go and do this long distance event. You might be very young for that long distance event and you might be doing yourself a disservice and damage. You know, there's that analogy where you take a glass and, you put rocks into it and there's still air pockets and then you put sand into it and there's still air pockets and then once you put water into it, it fills it up completely. And to be honest, you don't want any air pockets in your own body. You want to make sure that you've solidified every single aspect of your training when you take yourself into these events. And I just believe that people these days are rushing to get to to certain events. And if you have a look at the... I mean, just have a look at some of the world, you know, world-class athletes. Have a look at... Um, uh, the Brown Brownlee brothers um, have a look at uh, Javier Gomez have a look at also if you take a, a look at a, a, a local South African talent uh, Richard Murray the guys have focused very very much on the short course the short course the short course and they've really got to a very very top level for many many years and at the right age or at the right time I mean we just saw now I think it was Alistair Brownlee uh, this last weekend who went and did um, a challenge event in Europe and he won it outright in a phenomenal time an absolutely incredible time but he, he had such an incredible foundation to step up to that, to that sort of distance. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's that it's for everybody. There are some people who might be better at longer distance and shorter distance. But I think for, for young people, take the time to build up that speed and it will benefit you for the longer distance for sure.
0: Fantastic uh, event that was for Alistair Brownlee. We know he's dominated the short course triathlon and he absolutely smashed that uh, half distance event this past weekend. And as you said, probably the right time for him in his life to make that progression. Mark, just lastly, before we wrap up, nutrition is also very key, isn't it? When you're making this adjustment, you need to be adjusting. Generally, people who go from very little to those big, massive bucket list goals. don't have the greatest lifestyles. That's why they've chosen it. And and they need to adapt their diet at the same time.
1: That is so spot on, Dave. I mean, if you think about just a motor vehicle, um, the minute you put down that pedal and you start to drive it and gas goes into the engine um, and the car's under stress, those pipes better be in good working order. Because if there's a hole, a pipe's going to blow, that engine's going to blow. The thing is, is that a lot of people don't realize that when you're not very active and you're not walking around, your body requires a lot less nutrition. Why? Because you're not burning off as much calories. and not requiring that much energy. However, when you start to do exercise, you become far more active. And when you become far more active, your body does demand far better nutrition and far more nutrition because obviously you're burning off far more calories. So you can't be in a major deficit. You need to fuel your performance, not just your performance. You need to fuel your lifestyle. And it's very, very critical to select the right types of fuels that would go into your body to make sure that you stay healthy, that you stay fit, um, and that your, specifically your immune system stays strong, your joints stay strong and healthy, and that you're also able to recover from session to session, because that's a very, very key element when it comes to endurance training. You cannot, um, you, you, you cannot forget about nutrition. You cannot forget about rest and sleep. Um, uh, the training is only one very small element of it. So very, very crucial to put an emphasis on those factors.
0: Well, life uh, is very much a journey and not a sprint. Uh, We've had the World Masters Games in New Zealand this past week, and a 101-year-old man-curve from India, she won the 100-metre sprint. She's still got 200 and 400 to go. Um, Arguably, she was the only competitor over 100 in her category, so no competition there, but you're never too old. If you can run 100 metres at 101 years old, There's still time for many of us. Mark, well, thank you very much for some fantastic advice. We'll speak to you soon right here on the 32GI Sports Nutrition Podcast. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted Sports Nutrition Advisors.